0: Sam Via is the co-founder of Sam Via Tools. He is a Redkin Global Artistic Ambassador, International Influencer of the Year, and a Naha Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Last time he was on the show, we discussed his story, how he got to where he was, and there was a lot of really awesome information about customer service, creating value, and the future of your career. Today, we're going to talk about customer service and adding value, a key component in your success as a stylist. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes, and I am your host. Today, I'm with Sam Villa. How are you doing today, Sam?
1: Great, Robert. It's great to be back with you, my friend. And uh, I just want to say that Hairdresser Strong, thank you for what you are doing to help this industry continue to grow.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on the show again. And um, anybody who didn't check out the last episode, you should definitely go back and rewatch it, get a nice introduction to Sam and uh, kind of where his head's at and what his journey is, journey was and is so far. Uh, so Sam, would you give us maybe like a real high level recap of your story for anybody who did not watch that episode?
1: Yeah, what we were talking about, we were talking about a little bit about my journey, how I got into it. We talked about the idea of um experience. I really believe that it's now about the experience versus the skill set itself and versus the price. I think, you know, it's all about the experience. I made a comment that money will follow the experience. I think we talked about also about so some a little bit about more about uh, how I got where I at in terms of anybody out there that's thinking from the youth side that they want to be able to do or do at some point what I'm doing. And I made a comment saying, if I can do it, you can do it., uh, but I'm excited also about today's today's uh, conversation because I really believe that the world is about people. People buy people, then they buy things. So yes. I think we need to have ask ourselves, you know, are you selling yourself as a person? as a a belief system, you know, uh, that uh, connects with people. I think the connection today is so, so important.
0: So uh, on i i totally 100 percent agree with you i'm very i'm very excited to have this conversation because i do like i had mentioned in our last episode that i feel like i'm seeing a lot of uh, stuff on social media that um, delivers a message to the young people up and coming um, i had kind of prefaced this uh in our pre-interview conversation that when i go to the schools and i talk to, or i talk to the instructors um, there are exceptions there are people who seem to to be uh, doing an incredible job. I'm going to give a shout out to Diana Varvaro at the uh, New York, Paul Mitchell in New York City. Uh, She's incredible. So, but what I've found is from a lot of other people, a lot of other instructors and school people that the students kind of get a lot of what they understand from social media. And there's a lot of influence from influencers uh, on the youth and uh, they, you know, they don't know what they don't know. So they're being filled with this, all this information. And um, I'm finding that there's a lot of kind of um, not positive uh, stuff about being a hairdresser, not a lot about like how to create an amazing customer service and how to put a smile on a person's face, how to make them feel incredibly special. It's more, it's more, you know, hey, this is my business. I'm going to charge my worth. I run this thing. You don't. And um, a lot of policies for avoiding, uh, uh, avoiding difficult conversations and stuff like that. So I'm happy I was so happy that you brought this topic up. So, I wanted to kind of dive in a little bit. One, did you have anything to say on anything any make any point that I just made? And two, um what uh what do you kind of think you mentioned that there are various ways to uh provide an experience not just in the salon per se. So, I'm going to kind of hand it off to you and kind of let you run with any of that.
1: All right. So, let's first of all begin with this is just a comment communication builds wealth it builds your wealth whether it's money financial spiritual mental whatever it is communication builds wealth i think that's so important i made a comment last time the good lord gave us two ears and one mouth as a hairdresser we need to use the ears more than we use the mouth meaning listen listing skills are so important and skills set up your communication skills at the chair And then when you use your voice, you're using it with more intent and purpose based upon what you heard. So you're not listening to uh, uh, react. You're listening to respond. I mean, there's a big difference. You know, I, I really believe that we're no longer just conversationalists, Robert. You know, the chair is your arena. It's how you set it up. You know, like there's rules when people, when I was at the, behind the chair, now I focus just on teaching. I have a handful of clients that try true, and test things across the U.S. But I remember, you know, when they sat down, the first thing I did was set up my rules. The rules of my chair, you know, you're going to respect me. See, that's part of that communication that builds your wealth. If you don't take the time to do that, you just inherited a migraine headache that's going to rule your arena and you're going to go home with that migraine headache and you're going to end up at a divorce like I did. Mm-hmm. So it's about really understanding how you, how you stand behind that chair, how your body communicates, how your voice communicates, how you listen and communicate to that sets up your success. So, uh, you know, uh, the idea is this, is that when you, you have a choice, and I'll never forget this, I would always try to please the client always try to and then uh, you know like you want to bang i'll catch you some bangs but little did i know i should have educated them that they had a widow's peak and it was going to they had to wet it down every day and blow dry it with a comb or else they were going to hate it and that's what they would come back but see right. i thought i was pleasing them but what i need to understand is respect the knowledge i have and say listen ma'am if I, i'm going to ask you are you up for the maintenance because if i cut this fringe on you fringe for bangs if i cut this fringe on you you're going to, it requires maintenance. What do you mean, Sam? Wet it down every morning, use the fine teeth of comb, dry it in an X pattern. That's going to change the growth direction pattern. It's going to lay it down flat. Do you commit to that? No. Then I professionally recommend we don't cut the fringe. So you see what I did was I took away all of that me just pleasing the client because they wanted that. But I added my knowledge to that to build my success because then she started thinking, wow, nobody's ever told me that. Well, no wonder one time I had a problem. You know what? You seem to know what you're talking about, Sam. Why don't you do whatever you want? Now, isn't it interesting that I get to do whatever I want with this client based upon the fact that I just chose to share my knowledge rather than even saying, sure, it'll look great on you. See, there's more to it, you know, communication, retail, retail, you know, retail is something in this industry that I professionally believe. And my belief system is as a salon professional, I need to have the attitude that it's important for me to prescribe and recommend. Product is not an option. It is a necessity. Hold on to that phrase. And so don't worry. Look, I, Robert, I could care less if they buy the product. What I care is I tell them you need this. That's all I'm going to do. My attitude is not tell it is not sell. My attitude is tell. So take the attitude. You got to sell this. You got to meet numbers. Sorry, salon owners. I want you to start building the attitude of tell, 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 tell as a professional responsibility of theirs. If you sell something great, Tommy, if you don't, no problem, Tommy, but what's important to me is you tell them about it. So you focus 20% of your time describing the features of what the product is, but 80% of your time is teaching that client the benefits and how to use that product, those kinds of things. So once again, there's communication, once again, building wealth. Not because I love retail, but because I've expected it, I've accepted it, and embraced it as part of my professional responsibility. So I really believe that the reality of retail now—it's a journey. It's uh, it's 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 about the idea of creating a retail journey. Let me say it that way. So that's what you want to do. So I just want everybody to understand something. Well, Sam, I hair salon owners out there, well, Sam, what do we do with my stylist is sitting there and their phones? They're doing all this stuff that you just said. And the phone, they're going, well, I can get it here on XYZ for 50 cents cheaper. Great. Salon owner, match it. Match it. Right then and there, you match that. For the convenience of that client not having to get on their phone and order it, you've matched it and you're going to give it to them for that price. And more importantly, it is supporting your team behind the chair so that they continue to talk about retail. Because if they if you don't do it and they say, well, I'll get it here at 50 cent cheaper, cheaper guess what that stylist is now puts the wall and hushes up about retail so it comes it's on both sides it's on this whole communication process this connection process of the owner and the stylist needs to take place in terms of the owner in today's world in a model plan is listening to your team and providing your team's needs it's no longer you listening to your advisor's and providing the what you and your advisors decide. It's about what your team needs. Let them set the policy and procedure. Let them interview the people that are coming into the salon. Because that way when they complain to that person, my simple statement would be, you hired them. Now you guys get yourself in this room and you work it out. You can't work it, you come and get me and I'll be the mediator. So that's once again, it's about this whole process of, of communication on the retail side, on the customer side creating that customer experience based upon my communication skills and the skill set that's something you you got you know you're going to get that but i want you to focus on that business side and that communication side a little bit more you know it's the same thing understanding like i made a comment earlier social is your new business card social is your new business card and i want you to remember something i'm going to come back to that in a moment but when you walk into that salon and you put your hand on that salon door Whatever's going on in your world, you leave it out the door. You leave it outside. Your focus from that point on and building being in that building is the person that's in front of you, the person that's sitting there in your chair. That's where your focus is. When it comes to social, I think social is a way that you can definitely grow your business. I think there's so many platforms out there. It's not easy to do. Yes, it requires time. Yes, it is an exercise, but at least I'm not going to the mall anymore and handing out cards for an hour to two hours you know I'm not going in my parking meters anymore because there's no they don't exist and putting in quarters for people their time ran out and I'd leave a business card. Hey, saw your meter ran out, I left you a, a quarter and there's my business card saying helped you out. You don't know how many clients I got from doing that. But see that requires physical energy. Now the physical energy is this, doing this and it's well worth it. So, when you go to post, you need to use this acronym think. You need to ask yourself T is it true? Or are you just making something up to get followers or build your business? H, is it really helping someone what you are posting? Uh, I, is it inspiring? Is what you're posting, what you're saying, what you're showing, is it inspiring people or is it just creating issues? Uh, N, is it necessary? Is it really necessary? Or once again, you're just following through with the exercise with no intent and purpose. And then lastly, K, is it kind, Robert? Is it kind? There's so much negativity out there in terms of that. Now, when you see something you like, embrace it, put it to use, but see if it works for you. If it's click, 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 and the three clicks don't work for you, let it go. Find something else. But you won't know something works for you until you try it, until you experience it. Here comes that thing again, experience. So yes, I use social. Robert, I spend so much time in social researching researching, you know, trends, TikTok is great for reaching uh, you know, I just came across this whole concept of bubble bob, a Wixie, you know, the Chanel, you know, it's all old haircuts we used to do, but they're just renaming them. You know, but I but there's a little bit of a difference to them. I love what they're what they're, this whole hybrid kind of thing that's going on. So the the value of education again, you know, product. Um, I think product needs to become more interactive. I mean, stop saying what the directions are. What do you mean, Sam? Well, elastic. A lot of people use elastics for ponytails. i buffer that with some type of product cream, some type of balm. So you put the elastic in there. Now put the elastics on your, uh, on your child's ponytail. It buffers the cuticle. See, I just sold you on a product that doesn't say that on the product. But I gave you a very unique way by how to use it by helping you. That's the priority. See, I need, think it needs to be interactive. Things need to be touchable. Go look at Sephora. Sephora is a great example of that. You know, things are plugged in for them to use. You know, there she needs to be a mannequin station with tools there and plug in part, curling iron. Now they can turn it on and they can practice say, Do I want to buy this? Oh yeah, go ahead and use it. You know, see there again, it's interactive instead of the tools being in just one spot, but you can't get to them. You can't hold them. You can't touch them, you know, same with product. They're like their little Sephora has got little containers. You can get little containers, take uh, a product. Let's just call it uh, uh, texture paste from Redken. Take some of that out, put it in here, put a little label on there. It says texture paste and they can try it and they go, Oh, I'm going to buy this. But see, think out of the box basically is where I'm saying when it comes to retail and uh, think about, I the, the ability of once again it just being a journey. Really important.
0: That's awesome. So uh I'm just gonna do a little bit of a, a recap here. And so I loved how you tied in education because you talked a lot about education and the uh, in, in our last conversation in the last episode. So like having being educating yourself. Educating the customer, uh, knowing, understanding that, like in my experience, the vast majority of the the work that I do uh, requires some sort of product, even if it's just shampoo or conditioner or something like that. Um, But I would say the vast majority require at least one additional product for styling. And uh, I was always told that uh, if you're not walking people through how to do their hair, including styling products and tools, then you're not actually servicing your client. You're just cutting them and saying, "Okay, figure out how to do what I do on your own." <laughs> um, so then you and you, then you also said, um, which I loved, and I think it was in the last episode. And correct me if I'm wrong. If you said in this one, but you talked about you talked about putting up a little mini tripod right. and recording a little video for your customer. And I love that. I mean, imagine that experience. You know, you're really kind of carrying on into your client's life with that. And, and then I, and the, uh, and the you,
1: video I'm talking about is not not a video of you or the techniques, their phone that you're videoing with the client's phone, and you're videotaping you actually teaching the client how to take care of their hair.
0: So it's a private video. It's not yeah. like something you post into the yeah. public. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. And then and then there's also, you know, you go go into social media, and social media is, you know, part of the customer's experience with you, you know, right? So, you, if when they find you, most people, based on the research that I have, uh, most people will do a Google search and then find somebody that way. Now, you might also do a discovery search on social media. And then once they find themselves on your profile, what is the brand? What are they interacting with? What what uh what is the messaging there? Are what are what what are they experiencing? And then and then I guess you could even kind of tie all that together. And how do all those things kind of connect uh with technology for people to book and buy yeah. appointment, buy book appointments, um ask yeah. questions, consult, uh purchase products, et cetera. So all of that is part of the customer's experience, and, um, and I think that, that uh, that's an incredible you know, like set of information. Uh, before, yeah. we, before we sorry, did you have something?
1: Yeah, you know what? I just wanted to add to that, that <clears throat> listen, you know all of that is important, what you just stated, Robert, it's very valuable as a hairdresser. But I really what I want people to get from here is communication you know and education those two things you know communication is listen if you go through the exercise of video doing that videotape i'm talking about that alone is going to explode your clientele because they've never experienced it before never experienced it somebody videotaping them teaching them how to do their hair now they're going out showing all the girlfriends and by the way you just did the queen of the beehive yeah the one where she's the queen of the beehive and all her little bees go where she gets their hair done So you just did the queen of the beehive. She's like, see, so word of mouth, based upon your communication and your skill set, that's powerful. That's Mm. more powerful than social. Social is valuable, but that's more powerful.
0: Nice, awesome. Well, I mean, this was an incredible conversation. I'm, I want to, as we wrap up, I'm curious to know, um, is there a a customer experience that you? that you have that can stick out in your mind, like maybe like kind of flipping it around a little bit, how a customer was just incredibly amazing to you in some way.
1: I think, you know, it's, it's that one customer. I'll never forget when, you know, being behind that chair, God, one customer, why I want to go back to that previous statement. I said one customer who became a very strong client for me she was a great client but she was the one that built my clientele and it was based upon the connection that we made now what's interesting Robert at first we didn't get along together but I found I found that when I became me instead of I was trying too hard I was trying too hard to please her and make her when all she wanted was a connection You know, just a connection. And once we made that connection, I'm talking about a professional connection. Once we made that connection where I really started to turn around and teach her and not just do, I just didn't do it and then get the money and she leaves. I started really focusing on communicating more and trying to help her. So I think that that experience right there was one that I'll never forget. And that's why I'm so strong on this. Every person that sits in your chair is valuable. I don't want you to have the mindset that as soon as she said, "Ah, oh, this person's not going to buy any retail," I'm not even going to waste my time talking about it. See, there went the professional attitude right out the door, just based upon what you see. You know, body language communicates really loudly. I can't tell you how many times people go to, would say to me as soon as they say, "Are you okay today?" And what I didn't even say it worked. It was the way I looked. You know, you mentioned smile. Smile is a great communication. What you know, the longest word in the English dictionary happens to be smile. You take away the S and you have a mile. <laughs> so that's the, the value of a smile, like at a smile especially at the chair. It's so, so important. I really think, you know, I just want to leave your community with this. Is, and that is simplicity is today's brilliance. Simplicity, my friends, maximum results with minimum effort. You colorists have really figured this out. You colorists, no more 300 foils. You got this down now. Us cutters, we're figuring out compressed sections, how we can move it over here and cut it and boom, it falls down with that diagonal line mean, see embrace it all don't just hold it there's danger in the comfort zone so maximum results with minimum effort simplicity is today's brilliance and i want you to remember that your progression continues and will always be my obsession
0: that's incredible thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all your experience and uh your your knowledge and your points of interest. And uh, I, I just this, uh, this was huge for me, I was a great opportunity for me to get to chat with you. And I could have never imagined uh, that the conversation could have been so rich and awesome. So thank well, you.
1: Thank you, Robert, for the opportunity. And let's do this again, brother. Let's do it again. You know, make it an annual or something, biannual, for whatever sure. you'd like to do here for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, until next time, take care. Take care.